here soon, should we not? Soon, Christine. Another few hours. Hours? A brisk walk in the cold air does wonders for the skin, Chris. Yes, it does. It gives it goosebumps. And a charming shade of blue you are. You blend in quite well with the floor of Metabellus Three. Oh! Are you all right? Oh, there it is again. A terrible nausea and pain in my head. I wonder where Mr. Tozer is. Doctor! The cap is right over there! We must have traveled faster than you thought! What? No, we should have had a few good hours to go yet. We must have traveled in space like that Karen did earlier. Do these jumps happen often around here, Mr. Little? What? Oh, you mean why it sometimes seems like we travel faster than we should? Don't worry about it. It has something to do with the ice plinks. Irving found you over this way, didn't he, Doctor? Yes, that's right. How can he not be concerned about driving kilometers in a matter of moments? Ice blinks are the arctic versions of mirages. It must be the best explanation they could come up with. Doctor! There is the TARDIS! What? A blue cupboard? That cupboard you're so blithely dismissing is my ship. You're joking! No, Lieutenant. Bet you weren't expecting something like that, were you? Do you take us for fools, Doctor? Tell me where your vessel is before I lose my temper! I assure you, that is my ship, and there is plenty of room inside for everyone. Come on, Lieutenant, I'll give you a guided tour. I won't even charge you a sixpence. Doctor! Not again! He's not moving! What happened to him? I do not know! He is suddenly quite uncollapsed! We must help him! Right. You grab his shoulders, Toza. I've got his legs. Back to camp, Mr. Toza. No! We must drink him inside the TARDIS! Miss Christine, it simply isn't possible for us all to fit inside that small box. Now let's be reasonable. Let's get the doctor back to camp where he can be properly cared for. I do not understand! Everything he needs is... Wait a minute. What happened? That silly blue box is gone, Lieutenant. It cannot be! It cannot be! Try to get a hold of yourself, young lady. It's just a box. It is not just a box! You do not understand! The TARDIS! It is gone! Miss Christine, please calm down. But the TARDIS! I know. The blue box is gone. It's all very upsetting, but take a deep breath and try not to panic. Our TARDIS really is our ship. The doctor could explain it better to you were he not unconscious. What are we going to do? Well, perhaps we'd best to shelve our little debate over this tardy thingy and get the doctor back to the ship so that Dr. Petty can examine him. We can carry him on a sled we have at camp. Right. Back to camp, Sergeant Toza. You heard the lieutenant, men. Back to camp. Everything will be fine, Christine. These men will help find your father. He is not my father, Leek. I do not remember my father. He died when I was very young. The doctor rescued me from servitude to a terrible man. My father, too, is no longer alive. Many winters ago, he was my tribe shaman, well respected and loved by all, until he became sick with what I have been told is called tuberculosis, a disease the white man brought to us. These men were from another crew, exploring our lands, looking for this northwest passage that obsesses them so. That is terrible! My people told me that my father had offended the spirit somehow, and he was to blame for his own sickness. But he was not responsible. They believed otherwise. My sister and I were outcast as bad luck. They feared our father's curse would be brought upon them if we were accepted by the tribe. 
They cast you out into this wilderness? No. We were fed, sheltered and clothed, but we were not spoken to, and we were forbidden to ever marry. I hated the white men for many years for killing my father and bringing shame upon myself and my sister. Why then do you help them now? When Captain Crozier heard about what happened to my family from my tribesmen, he apologized to me for his people and brought food and supplies from his own personal stock. Crozier, Dereshaman, Dr. Petty, and a few others of his crew are the only people to treat me kindly since I was very young. So you forgave them? Yes. Crozier is very kind. I will do whatever I can to help stop the Tupelaks from killing these good men, even though not all of the crewmen are as good and kind as Crozier. They mentioned them before. You said that these Tupelaks were summoned by a shaman to seek revenge upon his enemies. Is the shaman who succeeded your father responsible for sending them against Crozier and its crew? No. One inherits the responsibilities of shaman from their father. My father had no sons. It must be another tribe shaman. I am sorry if I just upset thee, Leic. I did not mean to pry. It is all right. So you said that the doctor freed you from servitude. Have you been married long? <laughs> Surely you jest. He is not my husband. He is like a teacher to me. And a true friend. Oh. <laughs> I apologize for my mistake. Since he rescued you, I assumed you would have been wed. Although he appears young in body, I sense he is an old and wise man. Oh, he is. He is very wise and very ancient. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope he will be alright. I know that Captain Corozia will do everything in his power to help the doctor. He is a good man. you, my leader. The Inuit female, Liak, is amongst the other humans. She must be spared. For now. As you wish, matriarchs. Feed well. My first male. Bring us the energy we need to be released from this dimensional prison. <laughs> How much further do we have to go now, Mr. Little? Probably another hour. It's hard to say. Sometimes it seems like it takes hardly time at all to reach the ships. Other times it seems to take forever. Something to do with these rotten ice blinks. I hope it is not much longer. I am worried about the doctor. Brave heart, Tegan. Doctor, are you alright? 
Not to worry, Jamie. But I say run, run. Poor chap is delirious. Doctor, how can we help you? He has passed out again. Miss, you'd best continue on. Wait, what was that noise? Must be your imagination, Miss Liak. Well, the jumpy, I expect. Come on, then. Let's get going. What is that? It must be a Dobalak. Shoot that thing, men! Try not to hit Mr. Strong, but shoot! But it's not working! What is it doing to him? I do not know! Mmm, tasty. But it's feeding off of him! Bailey, stop! Bailey, hold your fire! Bailey, get back here! Your friend is attempting to give me indigestion by striking me with his primitive weapon. How rude. Bailey! Fire at will! You humans just can't wait patiently, can you? Look out, Mr. Little! Of the two of you injured? No, ma'am. No, I'm fine. What happened to the creature? I do not know, but we are in front of your ship. The Terror. What? How? When? Who? Yes? Doctor, you are better! Yes, Chris. I just needed some time to adjust to all of these spontaneous time and space disturbances, that's all. Now, what's all the trouble? We were fighting with one of those tetraps when- Tetraps? They didn't have a rather pretentious, arrogant woman with them, did they? He means Tupilax, Doctor. Oh, never mind about the mad biochemist then. So you were attacked by these creatures and... It killed two of our men. Then when it was about to attack me, we were suddenly here. Ah. Another one of the time and space jumps that's been giving me a spot of bother. Most fortuitous this time. Time and space? What are you going on about? Let me put it this way, Mr. Little. Normally when you go somewhere, you travel from point A to point B. When you do this, you might start at, say, 12 noon and arrive at 1 o'clock. With me so far? I think so. Well, something is interfering with that normal process. Now we are going from point A to point C, skipping point B entirely. To top it off, we're not arriving by one o'clock like we expected either. Instead, we're arriving hours or even days later. You're mad. Well, I admit it is a bit aggravating. You're insane. None of this makes any sense. Sir, Seaman Strong is still alive. What? You best get him to pity as soon as possible. Get a move on, Sergeant. Aye, sir. You heard him, lads. What are you all standing around for? Let's get him to the dock. The rest of us had better report to the captain. Yes, I'd rather think we should. What news do you bring me, Kazakh? Great matriarchs. I was able to drain one of them, but then the humans were transported away. What? These creatures cannot possibly possess transmat technology. They are far too primitive. How is this possible? I believe I have the answer, O worshipful matriarch. Speak, Harant. The dimensional instability from our malfunctioning hyperdrive is beginning to have a greater effect on normal space-time. The more we access it to travel into their plane of existence, the more the instability grows, creating small temporal and spatial distortions. 
with unpredictable results. Mm. Will this affect our plans for freedom from this accursed barren dimension? It will continue to worsen with continued usage of the Hyper Drive, which could result in the destruction of the Earth. However, if we stop now, we will remain trapped. I refuse to stay here any longer than is absolutely necessary. We will continue with the plan. The risk of destroying this insignificant planet is meaningless as long as we can be free! And that concludes my report, Captain. What about all the time you were missing? We've had search parties out looking for you, and we discovered signs of a struggle, but none of your party. Were you lost all this time? I'm sorry, sir. I'm not following. You've been missing for weeks! I sent out search parties. After two weeks, we assumed you were all dead. Where have you been, Lieutenant? What? I don't understand, sir. We only left this morning. I assure you, Lieutenant, you've been gone approximately a month. Tell your captain about the temporal distortions, Lieutenant. The what? Sir, the doctor believes that we've been traveling in time. And space. Don't forget about space. (sighs) And space. He's been raving about it like a loon. It's really quite simple, Lieutenant. Forgive my interruption, Captain. That's quite all right, Petty. What do you have to report? I'm afraid that Seaman Strong didn't make it. (sighs) He was a fine man. Have you performed an autopsy yet? No, I saw no reason to. According to Sergeant Tozer, he was attacked by a beast. Ah, but it may give us a clue as to what it is we are facing. Come on, I'll give you a hand. Now wait just a moment. It sounds like a good idea, Petty. But you'd best get after him to keep an eye out. Just in case. Aye, sir. Mr. Little, I'm feeling slightly better about this doctor character, but you'd best assign a guard to keep an eye on him all the same. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Oh, and Lieutenant? Yes, sir. Make sure you don't assign Sergeant Tozer. His pension for striking the doctor without warning has become somewhat tiresome. Aye, sir. Well, Dr. Petty, it's safe to assume that his wounds, while terrible, were not severe enough to have been the cause of death. Yes, Doctor, I'm afraid I have to concur. Oh, I know I have an Antarian med scanner in here somewhere. A what? An Antarian med... Oh, look! My Garfield Bureau. I wondered where that had gotten to. Who's Garfield? An orange cat with a fondness for lasagna. Oh, never mind. Best not to think of pasta in circumstances like this. We'd better get on with the autopsy. Hold the bureau, will you? Uh, certainly. Doctor, this is incredible. When I hold the biro upside down, the yellow dog chases after the orange cat. Yes, what are the wonders of 21st century Earth technology. Your future is full of such innovative inventions. You really believe all this time travel nonsense, don't you? Yes, well, temporal physics has a lot to do with believing in this time travel nonsense, as you put it. If my people had never believed in the possibility of time travel, we'd be stuck in one time, which is terribly boring, I can tell you. Ah, here it is. What does it do? It analyzes the vital systems of a person's body. It should tell us the cause of death of this poor fellow. Hmm... As with Mr. Irving, he's lacking in vitamin C and other nutrients in his body. 
which resulted in an advanced case of scurvy. I saw Strong down his daily dose of lemon juice just the other day when I was passing through the mess. How can these men be dying of scurvy? It appears these nutrients were drained from his body, and it also appears as if he had a severe case of lead poisoning to top it off. Lead poisoning too? Yes, and it all leads to these penetration points on his neck where the creature attacked him. It appears, Dr. Petty, as if the creature literally sucked the life from him and poisoned him while doing so. Like the mythical vampires? Not in the sense you mean, but it is very parasitic in nature. I wonder why it leaves massive quantities of lead behind. We'd best report these findings to the captain. Yes, I believe we found all we can here. Let's go see Captain Crozier. I do hope you're enjoying your meal, Miss Christine. Oh, yes, Captain. The chicken is quite wonderful. I am surprised you have lunch check aboard your vessel. Oh, yes. We had several coops of laying hens. When they stop laying eggs, we have a treat for the officers. This was our last hen. Thank you for including us as your guest, Captain. It was most courteous of you. Yes, you have my thanks as well, Captain. As always, you have shown kindness where others would not. Captain Crozier here has always been quite generous to common folk. It must be because of his Irish heritage, I suppose. Please ignore Fitzjames, my dears. His manners are not what they should be for an officer in his position. Oh, really? Please, I do not wish to be the cause of another fight. May we change the topic? Excellent idea, Liak. Ah, what's for dinner? Speaking of rude behavior... Please forgive the interruptions, Captains. We have finished the autopsy and are ready to report. I say that's hardly fitting dinner conversation. Unfortunately, time is rather pressing since we plan to abandon ship in the morning. What did you find, Doctor? The creature who murdered Mr. Strong seems to be a predator who I believe has been hunting your crew and systematically killing them one by one since your arrival in the Arctic. That's impossible. Some of those men died hundreds of miles away on Beachley Island. How could this be the same creature? Since I have arrived here, I have noticed disturbances in space-time that have caused ourselves to leap great distances and even move us ahead days at a time. That is why our party seemed to be missing for weeks, while we had only been gone a day from our perspective. These creatures must be able to at least partially control these jumps. If what you say is true, then why did it attack a large group rather than continue killing us stealthily? Either its timetable has been moved up, or it has grown in power or courage to the point where it no longer fears discovery. In either case, its boldness is troubling, since your weapons were rather ineffectual against it. What can we do then, Doctor? I suggest keeping with your plan of leaving for Bax River. It's obvious the creature or creatures have no trouble breaching your defenses. If we head out and keep moving, we may make it more difficult for them to keep track of us. Wait a moment. You said creatures just then. Do you mean to say that there may be more than one? Well, I didn't wish to alarm you, but we really have no way of knowing how many of them there are. I would find it hard to believe that we're dealing with only a single entity. What can we do against a group of these things? We'll see. For now, we should finish eating. Pass the salt, if you would, please, Christine. Matriarchs, this strange object is reading signs of chronal energy on a scale which we have never encountered before. <laughs> Chronal energy. <sighs> what is causing it? It must be a time ship of some sort. Nothing else could generate these readings. 
If it is, I must have it, Kazuk. No, no, I must. It will be so if you wish it, oh great matriarchs. There must be a time traveler among the humans, then. <laughs> oh, let it be so. <laughs> I have heard of the delicacies of consuming a time-sensitive being. Oh, it is said to be a feast like no other. <sighs> Find the time being for me. I will feed on him. And become supreme! Then I will have his power to consume this this pitiful world and all who inhabit it. Find him. Find him, Aranth! Find him! Find him! Find him.